Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get... Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Special edition 2018 NFL Draft Preview from Ray and Tay Today. And I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. We are so hyped up. Woo! 2018 draft, Ray, is finally here. We got a lot to get into. We'll give you our mock draft for the first round, get into the predictions and the picks. Ray, I guess the talk is what happens with the Cleveland Browns at one and four, and some say the draft starts at number two. Dorsey and Gettleman are the two GMs that kind of really, uh, you know, hold the cards. And my first question to you is, with free agency, the cap space, can we honestly finally say that after Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the Cleveland Browns will no longer be the laughing stock of the NFL? Do you think they're really about to take a step forward as an organization that seems like they've been in the dog pound, a little play on words, for years? How do you feel about the draft for the Cleveland Browns and free agency and just the franchise in general? Well, look, anybody that gets one and four in a draft should be much better than last year because top 10 players are starters and impactful players. So if you can get two and add it to your roster in one off season, and maybe it takes them two or three years to hit their stride, but Brown should be much better. Now, are they, the New England Patriots, not even close. But they most likely will not be a top five, hopefully for their sake, but they you know, will not be a top five worst team. But I think the real dividends will be in two or three. So that's one comment number one. And comment number two is I don't think any of these quarterbacks that they may take at number one are going to have – any of these guys are going to have a great rookie season. I think they'll be okay. So it's yet to be seen. That's fair. I mean, if I'm a Cleveland Browns fan today, tomorrow, I'm definitely excited. I mean, Tyrod yeah, Taylor. How could you Jarvis, not be? Yeah, Jarvis Landry. I mean, you know, they, they've definitely already improved the franchise before the draft, just with free agency alone. And you got to believe their picks from the last two years, you know, some of them will start to help. Um, let's get right into the mock. First, before we do our picks, trades. The fans, for don't know, Thursday it'll be NFL Network, ESPN, and Fox, which is, you know, Fox is a new addition, teaming up with NFL Networks, so Troy Aikman, you know, all those people be involved. I think there's going to be anywhere from five to six trades. Usually there's a good amount. There were a lot of trades pre-draft. What do you think is going to go down? How many trades do you think We'll see Thursday night for the first round. So the problem is first-round trades are really expensive. And they, I think the NFL overweights first-rounders, the selling team, the team that's trading down. So because the Jets have already moved into their position, uh, I think there's actually going to be, I, I'll say three or four first-round trades. 
There'll be maybe some more trades later, but I think there's only going to be three or four first round trades. Um, you know, because the quarterbacks are going to go off the board, bang, bang, bang. You know, usually you trade to get that quarterback. It's very rare that you'll, I mean, you did it with Julio Jones and there's some other players, but really you, you usually make that move for a quarterback, for a franchise quarterback. And I think most, Three, in my opinion, three of the top five picks are going to be quarterbacks, if not more. So, so I think. Well, don't don't discount the trading down. I mean, you could have, you know, yeah, but somebody's going to want to trade up. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean. Well, I think you're somebody's going to want to going to want to have to pay pay a king's ransom to move up. Well, I think some of the better teams you could see Vikings, Patriots, Eagles, maybe trading out of the first round, and some of these other teams trying to get back in. I also could see certain teams needing more talent, you know, could be the Browns at four trading down, maybe Bills, Dolphins up or down. So I, it's going to be fascinating. Let's get, we're on the clock. Ray and Tay. Ray, you go first. Number one pick, who you're taking if you're the Cleveland Browns? You know what? Up until this morning, I had Sam Darnold as number one, but my media assassin told me that Josh Allen, is going to be taken number one. The kid mm. from Wyoming, Cleveland, is going to go with the arm. They're going to You're go with the to potential, the <laughs> and they're going to start doing it. I mean, enough people are saying it that it might even sneak up in there and be true. So I, I think they should take Darnold, but I'm going to say Josh Allen goes number one. I'm not believing the hype. I'm sticking with Sam, the delivery man. I think he's cool as a cucumber, cool, calm, and collected, the little Cali, like nothing phases me vibe. And I just think this kid has just got, he's got the talent. And he's young. He played linebacker, played basketball, 20 years old, USC, Sam Darnold, number one. Dave Gettleman on the clock, the New York Giants. What are they doing, Ray? If Sam Darnold's there, they jump and they take him. Some people say they take Saquon Barkley or trade down, but I think you take that quarterback. You have to. I don't think Webb is the answer. So Sam Darnold, number two, quarterback, USC. I've bounced back and forth on this. They said today at training camp, Davis Webb had some swagger and confidence about him. I feel that the last time they were here, they took that number two, Lawrence Taylor, way back in 81. You don't get this opportunity that often. So it could be Chubb. It could be Barkley. But to me, I say they take Josh Rosen because Eli's still 37, and Josh Rosen is most pro-ready out of all five of these or six of these projected first-round picks. The New York Jets at number three, Ray and Tay's second favorite team. What do they do, Ray? I have them taking Josh Rosen, quarterback UCLA, <laughs> for all the reasons that you gave. The Jets will take the best quarterback on the board, and at that point in time, he's the best quarterback on the board um, with Allen and Darnold gone. Yeah, they didn't trade up for nothing, giving up all those second-round picks. The New York Jets, I think, clear-cut for them. They take the dream, the man, the legend, got to be a starting quarterback after he walked on twice, Baker Mayfield. He is the new Joe Namath. Baker Mayfield and the New York Jets is going to be awesome. The Browns on the clock again at four. What are they doing? Assuming they take a quarterback at number one, the ability to anchor your offense for the next five to ten years is sexy. And we saw Ezekiel Elliott go number four. We saw 
running backs have a disproportionate impact the last two or three years after they were forgotten about. So I'm going to say Saquon Barkley, number four, running back, Penn State. Well, this is our first pick that's the same. You can't fight it. Maybe Bradley Chubb, but to me, if the Browns, you can't rely on Carlos Hyde. He's been subpar. You get Saquon, he's special, and he will be the man. Maybe Carlos Hyde still gets five carries a game, but the Browns at four take Saquon Barkley. John Elway's on the clock, Ray. What's he doing? Number five. Baker Mayfield in my draft is here. He might take him, but I think he won't. I think he'll anchor his defense. His defense was the calling card for a few years. Even when Peyton was there, it was all about the defense. And I think he reinforces that with Bradley Chubb, defensive end NC State. Well, we totally agree here. I'm like, Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, that's like having the young DeMarcus Ware and a young Von Miller. Bradley Chubb, he's special, and I think he's only going to get better. Um, his brothers at Wake Forest, this guy's going to be the truth, and this is what the Broncos need to do. That's how they beat Cam Newton in the Super Bowl, right? They got to that quarterback. Number six, who are the Colts taking? When your best player is your quarterback, you got to protect him. You got to get skilled position receivers, skilled position players around him, and I don't think anybody is worthy of a six, but you got to give him an offensive line. You got to keep him healthy, and Quentin Nelson's your answer right now. Special sort of a, a put him in there for 10 years, guard Notre Dame, protecting Andrew Luck, Quentin Nelson, my guy. It's our third time we agree. And to me, Quentin Nelson's a Hall of Fame, 10 to 12-year guard. You No brainer. Whoa, um, slow down. You, Hall of Fame? Hasn't oh, yeah, Quentin Nelson. Have you seen this guy, the way he pancakes guys? Man, Quentin Nelson, what he did in, to the Georgia defense in the Notre Dame-Georgia game, this guy's legit. He is a top three prospect in this draft, a blue chipper. Um, Some will say it's Barkley, Chubb, Nelson are the top three best players, and I say Nelson helps Andrew Luck and keeps his career uh, alive and breathing again. Uh, Number seven, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the clock. Ray, what you got? Derwin, Jizzy James, safety, Florida State. Tampa Bay's defense has always been their hallmark. They've slipped a little bit recently. Jameis has got some tools on offense. You know, if, if Saquon Barkley fell to them, they would be ecstatic. Right, because they have no running back. <laughs> but I don't think he will, and I don't think anybody else is worthy of seven. Uh, you know, but that's, their, that's one of their huge positions of need. But I'll say they go with the safety, because in the secondary they're a little bit weak. I mean, they, they've got some needs, right? Uh, offensive line, defensive line, cornerback. But I'll say they go with the safety. They're very weak in the backfield. We know they got McCoy. We know Levante David, Quan Alexander, the linebackers. Their secondary is, is a mess. Just Brent Grimes and, and, and not much else. Derwin James, we agree again, is the pick. Number eight, the Chicago Bears with Trubisky. What are they doing? So, your busy Bears, I think they need a lot of help on defense. Their defense is basically where they're going to go. They could use a pass rusher, but I'm going to say they go with a cornerback. And they go with my man, Denzel Ward, cornerback, Ohio State, starting to rebuild that defense. Could you imagine Bears are better on offense than they are on defense? It's wild. You know, if Quentin Nelson drops here, I think he's perfect fit and the Bears would take him, but he probably won't. And to me, I've gone back and forth with Ward and – I think what they need is a linebacker. Then go sideline to sideline. 
gives them that speed. Uh, they need everything on defense. Yeah, <laughs> well, Danny Armstrong <laughs> is, is not enough. And I think getting Roquan Smith from Georgia is going to be perfect for the Bears. And, you know, that, that's where I'm going for them to help them out. The 49ers at nine, where are they going? 49ers need help at uh, skill positions, make some plays. But I don't think anybody is worthy of a nine pick. So I think they go to the other side of the football. They really need a cornerback. They'll take Minka Fitzpatrick. He'll play some corner. He'll play some safety. I just think he's a baller. He's a ball player. Throw him out there. Now, uh, I hope they're not too, you know, jaded by the whole Reuben Foster situation. But – over there in the Bay Area, but I think they'll go with Fitzpatrick and just pencil him in. Uh, we agree again, I think for the fifth time, I think they go Mika Fitzpatrick. The versatility is needed. They need secondary help. Um, I would say this, they could trade down here. This could be definitely a trade alert, same with the Broncos and Colts of five and six, because they need, they definitely need a lot of pieces. They still need offensive line to keep up Jimmy G. But Mika there. The Raiders across the, the Bay Bridge, what, what, what do the Raiders do at 10? So they need help in the secondary. They need help on the offensive tackle position. But I think they go with a linebacker. Your boy, Roquan Smith from Georgia, like you said, athletic, sideline to sideline, can play the run, can play the – he's a player. So I got him at 10 for the Oakland Raiders. I agree with you about the linebacker. They definitely need a lot of help. Um, I think they're taking a special linebacker from Virginia Tech, and that's Tremaine Edmonds. This guy, woo, it, he, he, he might be one of the sleepers in this draft when we look back on it in five years. Um, I think your boy John Gruden's going to love him, and you have him with Khalil Mack. This guy, he's a monster. Tremaine Edmonds, number 11. The Miami Dolphins, our friend Hank, what, what, what does he want? What, what are the Dolphins doing, man? You know what? This may or may not happen because this guy may not be available and there may be trades to take more than three quarterbacks in the top three picks, like I think. But if Baker Mayfield's there, Miami's taking him. They're tired of Ryan Tannehill. He's back off the ACL. I think it's unfortunate that it happened at this point in his career, but they're probably ready to move on unless Ryan Tannehill has a great 2018. So I'm going to say Baker Mayfield quarterback, Oklahoma. Well, we're thinking the same thing. I bounced around and on my mocks and I, I think this guy happens to fall down. The bills will probably try to leapfrog to get him. But I think the Miami Dolphins, the writing's on the wall. And even though quarterbacks don't have to have the perfect knees or ACL, you know, Marino couldn't barely walk, but, um, I just don't think Allen, yeah, he got him to the wild card two years ago, but I don't think he's going to get him further than that. I think Josh Allen, that big arm, he almost could remind them of a Marino-esque, except Josh Allen, this kid's a great athlete, uh, tested well at the combine. I think he will do good for Miami Dolphins. Now, they need defensive tackle. They need, you know, some corners, off, you know, offensive line a little bit, but Josh Allen will be the pick for Miami Dolphins. 12, Bills Mafia is on the clock, Ray. What are they doing? I think they trade up and get a quarterback in the top seven or eight. But if yeah. it falls the way we say it does, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. They're going to go get themselves a quarterback, a la Tyrod Taylor, but the guy that can make plays, 
quarterback, Louisville, Lamar Jackson. They also could use an offensive lineman, a safety, but I'm going to say wide receiver. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. We agree again, sixth or seventh time. Yeah, Lamar here. I think they're going to go get Josh Allen, trade up to, you know, five, six, maybe eight. We'll see. But I think if, if it all falls down and Lamar's there, they'll beat the Cardinals to the punch. And the Buffalo Bills, I have them taking Lamar Jackson, who he's going to be special. And you got to dedicate yourself to him. And remember, McDermott's coming from the Panthers where he had Cam Newton. So, uh, you know, that opens up things for Shady McCoy with Lamar Jackson. It could be special up there. And A.J. McCarron, he could be a bridge or he could be on the bench his first season if they want to go all Lamar all day, all all rookie year. Redskins, the Skins are on the clock at 13. Kind of a weird franchise right now. What do they do, Ray? Yeah, they brought over Alex Smith. They still need some help on defense, uh, defensive linemen. They could use a linebacker. And I'm going to say they shore it up with the tackle. Vita Via, the big fella from Washington. They put him in there, they, they, you know, a la Albert Hainsworth. You know, they get the big guy to anchor that defensive line. I think that's where they go. Okay. Well, you know, I think your boy drops down here, and I think they wind up scooping up uh, a really nice talent in Denzel Ward. And you have him and Norman to deal with the Eagles and all these other passing teams in the NFC. I think this will really help out the Redskins. They also need a D-tackle, but actually they need a lot. They need a running back. I mean, Samaj P. Ryan came on at the, the end of the season, but, um, you know, they you can't pass up this talent. Denzel Ward at 13. 14, what are the Green Bay Packers going to do for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Uh, they're not going to do anything with the first-round pick. Uh, you could think maybe they get a Calvin Ridley, maybe they get a, uh, you know somebody with some speed, uh, DJ Moore type. But, no, I think they go Tremaine Edmonds. You, you spoke about him. He's got some skills. They could use a linebacker, and that's who, they, that's who they, they take some pressure off of that aging defense, and they go with the linebacker. He, he's special. I, I really like this kid. And if he drops there to 14, I think they jump on him. Well, I think the Packers, they need to go get that quarterback. And that will actually help Aaron Rodgers to get some turnovers. And I think this kid might be a special athlete from UTSA, San Antonio. Davenport. Davenport, yes. I think he, you know, along with uh, an aging Matthews, they've got to get to the quarterback. Their defense has not been putting enough pressure on people. And they lost our boy back to the Panthers, uh, Peppers, Marcus Davenport, to the Green Bay Packers. 15, Arizona Cardinals. Got to call my so – I, I, I think they're going to trade up and get a quarterback. But, it, it, you know, if we're talking no trades, I got five quarterbacks off the board here. I don't think they spend number 15 on, you know, a second-tier quarterback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't think they do that. I think they go get the best athlete available and – that's Joshua Jackson, cornerback, Iowa. This kid can play, and obviously with the, with the Honey Bear leaving, they've got to fill that hole, and Josh Jackson is the man. He really, I think he might be the best cornerback on the board, even though he'll go after Denzel Ward. Yeah, I'm concerned. He ran a little slower at the combine, but I know he's a ball hawk. I, I like him too. I think the Cardinals here, they get the heir apparent who gets to learn 
from Fitz and it's Calvin Ridley. You put the two of them together and if Sam Bradford could stand upright, you know, maybe the next couple of picks, they, uh, you know, maybe second round, they go get a Kyle Oletta or offensive lineman, but Calvin Ridley to me, he's very clean at the receiver position. If he's there, they got to take him. Ravens at 16. Ozzie Newsom's last draft, Ray. It's kind of emotional. What, what are they going to do? You know what? They picked up all these, like, has-been wide receivers. I think they're going to go anchor their wide receiver position for the next 10 years and go get your boy Calvin Ridley. They've been mm. joking around. and, and Even though they just picked or... up Willie Sneed and they signed Crabtree. They, they, yeah, these are all – they do. They have depth, but nobody special – and nobody can you hang your hat for five, ten years with. I mean, these are all band-aid solutions. Okay. I think they're going to go D-tackle. I think my man, Vita Vea from Washington, who, if he keeps the weight down, is really a – I mean, he's like nada with speed, right? He's, he's a dominant athlete. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, and I think this is like the – you know, this is going back in the days of Nada and Saragusa. The Ravens need a monster in the middle. And I think Vita Vea is written. He's, he's got Raven written all over him in NFC North, if you know what I mean. Chargers is 17. What do they do for Phillip well, Rivers? Nothing. I think they go on defense. They go Duran, bring in the pain. Uh, and then they go with a defensive tackle. I don't know that they spend the number 17 pick helping Rivers. Uh, he could use some help, though, but hopefully if everybody comes back healthy, he can get another year or two out of those offensive weapons that he has, and they, and they reinforce the defense because you know that AFC West is going to be tough, and you've got some offenses now in that division. That's interesting. So you like him to be with uh, their Melvin Ingram and their um, – Ingram, yeah, sure. And um, Joey Bosa. Well, shut I, down, I think, shut them down. Yeah, I think the Chargers, they need to help Rivers and Gordon. And I think they do it with Mike McLaugh- McLaughlin, the right tackle, Dame. guard tackle. Okay. I think they wind up being a right tackle for Notre Dame. He's solid. He can help. Um, very impressive dude. I, I think that helps Gordon and Rivers. And uh, let Rivers play another three or four years because that's what he said. He wants to be in that new stadium. So Rivers is already seeing 2020. 18, the Seattle Seahawks, the rebuilding Seattle the Seahawks. The rebuilding, they right? Do? They yeah. need so Bennett much. Gone, right, with uh, Richard Sherman going back to the Bay Area. I think they go with Marcus Davenport. They need mm. the size. They, if he's there, he's a great athlete. He's available. They take him. They, they beef up again. And, uh, you know, how many more years is that defense going to stay together? Plus, now they're talking about getting rid of Earl Thomas, potentially. Total rebuild. But I think Marcus Davenport's their guy. Well, look, you know, you keep Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. I think they want to keep Earl. We don't know about, uh, you know, Chancellor Cam. But um, I think the way to really help Russell Wilson is they'll get some more linemen in the second and third round you got to go ahead and get a guy, you know, Thomas Rawls is gone. I think he went to the Jets or something. you got to get someone that could tote the rock. And this guy might be better than Barkley and running between the tackles. Darius Geis, who two years ago when Fournette was hurt, led the SEC in rushing, actually can catch it. He's underrated and he's special. I think LSU running back is going to be a steal and a stud for the Seahawks at 18. 
19. Wow. Dallas Cowboys. Race Cowboys. So at, first, at first, I thought they'd take a linebacker, but then I reevaluated in my own mock, and I said, you know what? Jerry Jones likes speed. Jerry Jones likes playmakers. He's going to go Al Davis, and because Des Bryant's gone, and who's your number one receiver? Terrence Williams and Cole B. Easy? I'm in her. Jason. Yeah, I'm in her. But he's a, I mean, he's a glorified possession receiver. Jason Witten's yeah. better days were five years ago. So you need a playmaker. I think they're going to go with your boy from Maryland, Maryland, DJ Moore. Woo! I like that. It might be a little early, but I like that because DJ Moore, he's actually underrated. Now, this is not a great receiver class, but there's like a solid six or seven, and only three might go in the first round. Some people are saying two, but there's some good guys, you know, DJ Chalk and Christian Kirk and all that. I agree with you. I was thinking linebacker because they lost uh, Hitchinson, who's a great tackler, and, and we know Sean Lee can't stay healthy for some reason. So I've been thinking linebacker too, but with uh, Edmonds and Roquan Smith gone, I think they're going to go to receiver. And actually to help Dak, they need touchdowns in the end zone. And Witten can't really do it anymore. They go get the big kid from SMU, who Jason Garrett was taking pictures with at the pro day, Cortland Sutton. Sutton, really? I like okay. the size, everything. And, you know, he's, he's, he's got some moves. Cortland Sutton with the Cowboys at 19. 20. Uh, Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions on the clock. What are they doing, Ray? Matt Patricia's defensive guy. His best player is Ziggy Ansah. I think he anchors that defense. He looks at Aaron Rodgers coming back. He looks at Minnesota having a, a decent uh, offense. He looks at maybe Mitchell Trubisky playing, you know, second or third year coming into his own. Marcus Hurst, defensive tackle, Michigan, takes the local kid and teams him up with Ziggy. That's funny. I had that in one of my earlier mocks, and I could still see it happening. But for some reason, I'm realizing they need some help on the back end. And Patricia likes turnovers and – probably one of the most underrated guys in this draft and, and a complete ball hawk is Mike Hughes from UCF. This guy, I mean him and your boy Shaquem Griffin, who will be a second or third rounder, they helped lead this team to an undefeated season. And I think Mike Hughes is going to be perfect. And uh, he's, he's, he's going to be nice for the Detroit Lions and Patricia. The Bills are on the clock, their second pick. What are they doing at 21? The Bengals. No, the Bengals at 21. And then the Bills at 22. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, so I got the Bengals. Look, everything fell apart for the Bengals the last two years. They were at the top of their game, and then everything started to collapse. I think you rebuild by offensive line and defensive line, and I think you got to keep your quarterback upright and healthy. So I'm going to say Willie Hernandez, offensive guard, UTEP, goes in there, and whether it's the Red Rifle or somebody else eventually, they need to anchor that offensive line, and I think that Willie Hernandez is first step to doing that. Hmm. Willie Hernandez, I like that. I think that's a good one. Remember, they lost their big lineman, uh, their tackle, uh, Whitworth, to the Rams last year. I think the Bengals – you know, I think they go with your boy Joshua Jackson because Pac-Man's old. They already lost Newman to the Vikings a couple of years ago. He's, you know, they, they do have Darquez, Denard. Darquez. But, yeah, but I think Joshua Jackson, like, you know, not as high as you like them, but I think from Iowa, he's solid, special. He can go and, and pick it off, and the Bengals need that. 
dealing with Antonio Brown and all those boys, Joshua Jackson from Iowa. Now the Bills on the clock. Bills Mafia. Well, you called him before. I'm going to say if he's there, the Bills would be ecstatic. If they were to get a, a starting uh, a quarterback and an offensive tackle, Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame, I think he fits right in there. Richie Incognito is gone. Uh, they need to replace that. They need to get some youth in that, uh, you know, in that offensive line, and that's your boy, Fighting Irish. I totally agree. I think it's going to be James Daniels, the center from Iowa. He is him and the other kid from Arkansas, the two like top centers in this draft. They can move their center to guard. And I think this guy is going to solidify and protect their quarterback, whether it's Allen or Jackson. I think they'll wind up with one of them and help out Shady McCoy. And this guy from Iowa is a road raider. I think that'll be a great pick. James Daniels, 23. Bill Belichick on the clock, disgruntled team. Everybody's on Instagram and Twitter talking smack about the Patriots, the Patriots' way, the players' revolt. (laughs) But Brady and Gronk, what what do they do, right? I think they trade down. But if they don't trade down, they lost Nate Soldier Boy to the Mm -hmm. New York Giants. So I think they have to replace that tackle, and they go with Colton Miller from UCLA. He protected Josh Allen. I think he had some great stats, not allowing sacks. And, you know, yeah, Josh Rosen, yeah. Josh Rosen, sorry. Uh, and that's, that's who they get. They put him in there. He's like the Nate Solder. Not as big as Nate. Nate Solder's an enormous human being. <laughs> but uh, they put Colton Miller in down. Colton's big, though. I think he's like 6'8". He's huge. He's a big boy. I, I agree with you. I just think that right now his defense has been lacking and he wants to get a linebacker that can just be the field general, you know, like uh, some of his guys that have left or retired. And I think Rashad Evans from Bama, remember him, you know, Belichick and Nick Saban, Nick Saban, he likes Bama players. I think Rashad Evans will be perfect for the Patriots at 23 and uh, probably lead them in tackles the first couple of years. Panthers at 24 on the clock. What are they doing, Ray? Well, they have a lot of ways to go here because for a good team, they actually have needs. But I'm going to say, you know, I went back and forth on this, and I'd be interested to hear what you got. But uh, if I were were them, I would do one thing. But you know who I think they're going to take? I think they're going to take Harold Landry. They're going to go to defensive end. They're going to try to get some pressure on the quarterback. They're going to try to create some turnovers, and I think that they're going to take the, the best defensive lineman on the board right now. Mm. I can see that, and I also see that they need another corner. So I thought about that. But then I was thinking about – Yeah, go ahead. Lineman, yeah, no, then I was thinking about with what Cam needs and what they're going to need for Christian McCaffrey, and I, I think they're going to take your boy that you took earlier from UTEP to guard Will Hernandez. I think he's going to be perfect and kind of keep Cam and Christian, you know, kind of going. So 25, the Titans and Rabel are on the clock. Patriots South, they're calling them. (laughs) You know what? They need to get playmakers on there. Um, They are a step away from being a pretty decent team. I think they go with Leighton Vander Egg from Boise State, the linebacker. He was a guy that I know the Cowboys are interested in. There could be some other teams that may want him at this, you know, at this spot. Yeah. But I think the Titans have needs. One of them is inside linebacker. 
Uh, they need a pass rusher too, but I think they, they'll they'll stick on defense and worry about uh, the offensive side in the second and third round and maybe in free agency. I agree. They need defense, and I'm going with the Boston College kid that you just had, Harold Landry. I think uh, he's going to be pretty solid, and for him to be down in this area, any team that gets him uh, should do pretty good. So I think Harold Landry will help because Morgan's getting old, and the, the Titans defense, they need to replenish. They've done so much on the offensive line and offense. They need to you know, fix up the defense a little bit to compete and now maybe one of the best conferences in football, the AFC South. Who who would ever say that? What? <laughs> yeah. The Falcons. Dan Quinn's on the clock, twenty six, Ray. What are they doing? Quinn's a defensive guy, position of need, defensive line, defensive tackle, defensive. And they just need more. More, more, more. So I think they get Taven Bryan, defensive tackle from Florida. They need to consistently stop the run and pass rush so I think that that he helps with the depth and the rotation on defensive line that's spectacular but certainly can add depth in that uh the defensive line yeah I think he's a little raw he's got some athletic abilities some speed I don't know I like him getting after the quarterback I don't know about stopping a run yet um and I've had him in my first round for a bit and I had to knock him out I think here they're gonna go with your man big daddy Payne Deron Payne who held it down in the college football playoff from Alabama. I think he's going to help Quinn. Remember, Don Terry Poe left. So this guy will fill right in and, and really be a, a monster of the AFC South to stop Kamara and, and, and McCaffrey and all those boys. So Deron Payne to the Falcons, 27 to Saints. Drew Brees on the clock. Let's show Drew Brees has, he has two, two running backs for the first time in his career, but he lost. Willie Sneed, uh, he's got a need at tight end. He's got a need at wide receiver. He's got a need at playmakers. Now, they also need also need a pass for an edge rusher. They probably eventually need a quarterback. You don't go with the first rounder on a quarterback. But I'm going to say it's going to be tight end a wide receiver. I'll say Cortland Sutton, your boy from SMU, the big fella. Great red zone target. Great up the middle between the numbers, he's their guy. I think they, they, they help give Drew Brees another little mm before he retires maybe next year. I like that, and I think he needs somebody down the seam. I just think it's going to be Hayden Hurst. I think the tight end from South Carolina is probably number one all around. He might not be the best receiver, but he blocks a little bit too. And I think, you know, with him and Benjamin Watson being back, Kobe Fleener didn't really work out there for some reason. So I think having Hayden Hurst with Drew Brees is going to be really nice. And he learns from, like, you know, NFL Man of the Year, Benjamin Watson, and the classic guy. Drew Brees should be happy. 28. Here we go, Pittsburgh. Here we go. My Steelers on the clock. Uh, so I'm going to give you two doing? picks because I know you're nervous. I know you're nervous. So initially, <laughs> initially, you need a safety, right? So initially I thought Justin Reed from Stanford was your guy. But then I reconsidered, and I said, you know what? Linebacker is such a special position in that Pittsburgh organization, that special, you know, uh, it's just an anchor. And so I said, you guys are going to go. Yeah, and even then, you don't know what he's going to come back as. Is he going to come back as the Ryan Shazier, who was on a trajectory to be Pro Bowl for five years? Maybe, maybe not. So I'm going to say you go with Rashawn Evans, linebacker, Alabama. Bring some Bama boys down to Pittsburgh. Oh, if he's there, I would love it. I don't know if he'll be there, but I'd love it. 
And I, I agree with you in terms of the linebacker. We could also go uh, Jair Alexander, the corner from Louisville. I could see that. Mike Hughes, maybe. But I'm going with Langston Van Der Esch, the linebacker from Boise State, who's a little bit more athletic than people think. I think this kid is going to be nice. And if he's there for us, the Steelers will scoop him up. How about our new nemesis, the AFC Championship losers, the Jacksonville Jaguars? What are they doing, Ray? I think they need to go with a wide receiver or potentially a cornerback, but I think they're going to panic. And they're going to take Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State because they know that Blake Bortles is not the answer. Something that I said from the day he was drafted. So I think they're going to make this the sixth quarterback taken in the first round. Wow. Okay. See, and I originally thought there would be six quarterbacks, but, you know, I've been shifting away from that. And the Jaguars are starting to show a little faith in uh, Blake Bortles and, and, and actually give him love. And I say that they love on him a little bit more. They just lost Hearns and Robinson. So I think they got to go get my man, yo, Terps, DJ Moore, wide receiver from Maryland, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And don't sleep. They could also take another lineman here, like if Will Hernandez is here. I could see them taking him, but, um, you know, to keep the, uh, you know, to keep Fournette happy too. The Vikings right, at we're 30. Almost, we're almost at the end. Vikings at 30. They need offensive line help for a good team, a 13-3 team. Their offensive line is not great. So I think they go with Isaiah Wynn guard from Georgia to help anchor that offensive line and get some youth. I like Wynn. He could definitely make it in the first round. I think here they go with your boy, Jed, earlier. Um, UCLA's Colton Miller. I just think he's going to drop down and the Vikings will scoop him up. 31, the Patriots probably will trade this pick, but what do you think Belichick will do if he keeps it? Right, they might trade the pick, and I had them earlier taking an offensive tackle. Now I have them taking a cornerback. Your boy, Jair Alexander, cornerback, Louisville, kind of like a Devin McCourty type. Puntle him in. I think they need a cornerback. They need to come out of this first two rounds with a cornerback. Sorry. Well, they need a quarterback, too, but I think they're going to take a Yeah, quarterback. they need a lot of things, and I think they'll probably get Luke Folk in the second or third round. But I think here, Gronk, whether he wants to retire or not, you know, uh, your boy Dwayne Allen has didn't do much with them. They want a, a pass-catching tight end, and they're going to go get the best, and that's Dallas Golden, tight end from South Dakota State. This dude is is all about the, the touchdowns. I like the kid. He'll be Gronk 2.0 for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Wow, that's going up high to get him. Okay. So last yeah. week in the first round, the defending Eagles, champion, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, they need offense. They need a tight end, running back, wide receiver. Now, most of this is depth, right, because you could, you could say they've got – they had enough to win the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. But you know what? At first, I had them taking – Isaiah Oliver, cornerback, Colorado. Mm. But I said, you know what? I think they're going to get your boy, Darius Geis. You had him going much earlier. But I think if they could stop with this running back by committee and just go with one guy or he'll be, you know, the majority of the carries, I think they would love that. And and he's the perfect combination of, you know, uh, can catch a little bit out of the back, can run between the lines. He's nice. Serious guys. Garrett Blunt is gone, so it's perfect. LeBlanc, you know, Garrett Blunt went to uh, Detroit. 
but they still have, a, a, you know, two or three guys on the depth chart that are pretty decent. Um, but I still think guys they would love to have that starter. Okay, guys. And I've heard a lot of mocks. A lot of people think they're going to take Sony Michelle to make three backs in the first round. So, you know, we'll see. Um, I agree with you, and I think they could use a lot of things. Um, I think to get a special corner to deal with those quarterbacks in the NFC, I think this kid being on the board, you can't have enough defensive linemen and you can't have enough corners. Jair Alexander from Louisville, he was injured, came back. Um, he's kind of special, good athlete. I'd like to see him in Pittsburgh, but I think he's going to be in Philadelphia, Ray. So that's our first round. I have five quarterbacks. You have six. Um, and I, I really believe we'll see the trade, you know, the trades come with the Patriots, maybe the Dolphins, the Bills, maybe the Cardinals, maybe the Ravens. Are you hyped? Are you excited? What, what, what will we see Friday morning that will like, oh, my gosh, I, I did. What, what's something crazy you think could go down that folks might not see coming? Uh, trades, just panic trades. Just when there's a run on quarterbacks, you might mm. see people way overpay to get into the top ten to get the fourth, fifth, sixth quarterback just because there'll be a run on, on that position. It's like when you do your mock draft and you've got, uh, you know, if, if, or not your mock draft, but your fantasy draft, and you say, oh, run on quarterbacks. Or <laughs> usually it's run on, it's a run on running backs because in fantasy that's probably the most important yeah. position. So that's what you're going to see. I think they're going to people are going to pay a ransom, a king's ransom to move up. Uh, I agree, you know, and I think we'll see a lot of trading down as well. I'm going to – I'll stamp it and say six trades, five quarterbacks, two running backs, three receivers. I got two tight ends. It's going to be fun. Everybody enjoy the draft. Friday we'll, you know, sum it up. We'll get back to the NBA playoffs. You know, congrats to the Warriors and Sixers, and we'll see what else happens. And it should be a lot of fun. Enjoy tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. You West Coast folks, 5 p.m. It's kind of early to catch the draft, but if you got to sneak out of work early, go 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 sneak out, get to that sports bar, and go check the first round. It's gonna be all over. Should be a lot of fun, Ray. And um, hey, the NFL draft mock first round is in the books. Everybody enjoy it. We'll catch you on Friday. See you.